Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Morning, Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline, a beautiful sight there here in New York City. A beautiful sight here in the studio here 17 Good morning, Key. How are you? Oh, what's up? <laughs> morning. Wake up. We got football tonight. Preseason. Yeah. That'll be fun. You don't sound like you're into it. Well, it'll be fun. You catch and see who's playing and catch a couple plays. Only three games, so it's, you know, it's you can catch you, you've got to figure playing, out though. what you've got in in one fewer game, of course. But yeah, but for, i got to see who's playing, though. See, if, if if i got a bunch of backups in there. and You can't get into that? See, I guess for diehard fans, you want to see the guy. Like, it's it's like watching NBA Summer League. By the way, Knicks beat the Lakers last night. Just I, can't, I can't So, it's like watching that is you know these aren't going to be – some of these guys aren't main guys, but they might be I saw pieces dude, of your team. I saw a dude for the Lakers. I don't know who it was. There's a dude out there. I said, ain't no way. I said, it's just, you know, it just doesn't even, he didn't even look right when I like you uniform. So I was just like, yeah, I don't know about that. And the best part is that a Lakers summer league team is like the whole team. You're like, none of you are even. <laughs> not gonna, one not person, right? Guy. All of you are 20 years younger than the average age of the team anyway. But, but still, when you're watching NFL preseason, obviously, for some teams you are watching guys who would be starters, could be starters, yeah. young players, you want to see them take that next step, who's going to be ready, what my team could look like. But, you know, for the most part, yeah, you're going to see a lot of backups. Yeah, I can't. I can't that's what I'm saying. i got to see it early. I'm not watching the fourth quarter, the third quarter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fourth quarter is for friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> that's your stand, right? That's what you're looking for is the friends yeah, and the family that, who are rooting for the that, guy. That second half? Ooh, <laughs> Did you boy. ever play in the second half of a preseason game? Dude, I've played second halves of preseason games. I literally played – I think I pretty much played – Well, week three used to be the dress rehearsal no, game, but right? I played, though, dog. Oh, you mean week three, yeah. Week three yeah. of preseason, oh, back, in the, back in the fourth season. I played season, into the game. fourth quarter when, in Dallas my first year back with Parcells coming from Tampa. I played the damn near the whole preseason game. Why? He wanted to see what I was. That's what he said. I'm out there with like, <laughs> oh, God, Patrick Creighton and, and Terrence Cooper. They were like my receivers opposite of me. I'm like, come on, Bill, you're killing me. You, I need to see if you're in shape. Who is throwing to you? You can't, I, even, I, you can't even name the quarterback. Man, I feel like it was like Drew Henson or somebody like All that. Right. Better baseball player or football player? He could have been a better football player than me. Yeah? Yeah. He couldn't hit the curveball in baseball. That's always a problem. Well, tonight you have Eagles and Steelers and the Patriots and Washington. Those are your two games tonight. And All right, so as you said, I mean, fan-wise, you're watching if you're a fan of that team because that's your team and it's your first game and you're, you're into it, obviously. NFL, you just want to see football. That's great. Uh, as we also watch the Hall of Fame, Fame game for those same reasons. But if you're a coach, if you're a scout, right, if you're a GM, what are you looking for tonight? Let, let's let's start with Jalen Hurts uh, when the Eagles play the Steelers. All right, Let, let's talk more about him. What what are you looking for from him? If we can now agree, and I'll agree with you with what we said yesterday, it, you know, preseason or not, he's their quarterback. Like, you know, like he doesn't have to, I think, earn the job. But what is you need? What do you need to see from him to make you feel confident that he's the man? Well, you 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 start off with trying to understand and see if he can run the offense in a game, fans in, you know, in the crowd, uh, in the stands, uh, defense, high motor, going up against a different opponent than your team. Can he engineer drive? 
can he get his team in and out of the huddle? Can he process the information and relay it to his team in the huddle? Can he get make adjustments on the fly? I'm not asking him to go out there and, and play like it's the Super Bowl, but just be precise, crisp, efficient, and that's really all you can ask for. Build off of last year. You don't even it, think about last year. Last year is over with. Well, we're, we're on. I mean, his living, experience though. We're dealing with this year. He might not have won right a lot, now. but he has. He got experience as a starter. Yeah, but you, but but that's behind him. He can't think about that. What he has well, to I'm do is a new think. year. I didn't ask you if you were him. I asked you if you were a coach or you want to watch I, I him. I want to see him take that next step. No, no, he can't take a next step in one preseason game. What I need you to do because it's a new system and a new everything. I need you to gotcha. get in and out of the huddle, process the information, be able to relay it to your teammates, have them feel good about you in the huddle. Mm-hmm. And that's however long you're going to be in there. That's what I need to see. I need to see you, whatever, however many drives you get, be efficient. Try and put some points on the board. Don't turn the football over. Protect the football. If you need to check out of a bad play and into a good one, can you do those sort of things? That's kind of what you want to be able to see. And, 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 they may even be communicating with the other team, believe it or not, in terms of this is what we're going to do, meaning the opponent. So Nick, how he says his name? Uh, the coach, Philly. Uh, Sirianni? Sir, Sirianni. Nick Sirianni may communicate with the other side and say, these are some of the things that we're going to be doing. So they now could sort of put a defense together to, to Interesting. So it's help. like, give us this look. Give we're us trying this look. To, we're we're exactly. trying to – I didn't realize yeah. that, that really happened. Yeah, like, give us this look because we're working on something here and we yeah. want to see how he reacts yeah. to and, it. And, and they'll do the same defensively as well. Wow. I mean, offensively as well. How about on the other side? Uh, ben Roethlisberger obviously is a Steelers quarterback this year. Mason Rudolph's going to start this game. <laughs> and as we were talking about before yeah, the show – a bad was, quarterback, man. It, it was, why, he was a good college quarterback. But, but we were talking about how uh, – Chase Claypool, a couple of throws that he had in the Hall of Fame game, he almost killed him. And you said, no, no, no. he didn't almost kill him. No. Kilt. K-I-L-T. <laughs> yeah. hilarious. He, he, that bad. Yeah, bad, court, bad quarterbacking is a bad deal, man. When they lay you out, hang you out to dry. If he's under center, it's like, and, and Parcells is like, all right, Keyshawn, get out there. Like, no, I'm I mean, I'm, I'm My like, tight. seriously. No, I'll go out there, but I'm like, seriously? There's certain things that you say, no, nah, we're not. But a coach, a smart coach, would know not to put yeah. you in harm's way. Yeah, okay. Uh, and the other side of it, Patriots and Washington. Um, from Washington's perspective, again, like Jalen Hurts got a little bit of experience. You know, Taylor Heineke also got experience last year as well for Washington. It does seem like it's Fitzpatrick's team. But, you know, he's going to also get a chance to sort of build off of a little Heineke bit of what – Heineke played one game, man. No, well, he played. He started one game. Yeah, I one, he played, yeah two, 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 right? He played in some games, but they re, they they signed him. He played. Yeah, he got in the playoffs. They signed him though because they liked him. Like he, he was somebody that sort of fine. you never heard of, and then and not, next thing you know, they no, sign him. He's fine. As I don't think he's. A, I mean, unless you get ready to get like some Kurt Warner stuff going, I don't think it's for the long haul. Not at all. No. Unless all of a sudden he becomes a Kurt Warner, I don't think that. I don't think. I don't Ryan, think Ryan Fitzpatrick sudden, at this point in his career is somebody that, you know, you, you're expecting him. He's going to go all 17. You're going to need somebody. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know that okay. Heineke right. is the future. 
Uh, I'm not saying he's a f- the Washington football team just because they, they like him it. enough to give him another look, right? Yeah, and now get, he's going to play in the preseason. Man, they got about five quarterbacks they're giving looks to. If you don't stop. All right, then I'm going to go to the last guy that I know you love talking about. That's Mac Jones. Another Alabama quarterback. Same, same thing. When he, when he gets under – same thing. Process the information. In and out of the huddle. Don't get your team in the bad plays. Get them in the good ones. Don't mm-hmm. turn the ball over. Be very efficient. Same thing. All these quarterbacks that are taking snaps in these preseason games in week one have to do the same thing. They don't have – they're not going to win the job in week one of a preseason well, of game. So not. you want to see – if they can run an offense efficiently mm-hmm. and process the information because now it's big boy football. This is not training camp. This is not T-shirts. This is not people running by you and not hitting you. They're going to hit you when they're near you. They're not going to go boo like they do in practice. So there's nothing that can happen tonight that's going to make you tomorrow talk about that player. Unless he, you know, uh, it's preseason uh, no, there, there, there are things that guys could do. Nice throw with touch, things like that. Yeah, okay. where you – he. He pierces it through something, and you go, wow, man, that was yeah. a pretty good throw. You wanted to confirm maybe some things you've seen so far in training camp that, at practice that you now want to see him do in live-action game. All right, so we have the two games tonight, and that's how we start the day. Start the day brought to you by Indeed. Hire right right now. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. All right, so as Jalen Hurts gets ready for his preseason debut, the guy he replaced, and remember, that was, very, that was a big story last year might be getting ready for his Colts debut sooner than we thought. A bit of a shocking story coming out of Indianapolis that we will talk about next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So week one of the preseason, which starts tonight with a couple of games, Eagles, Steelers, Patriots, and Washington. And, of course, we anticipate week one of the NFL season, regular season, because that's when the games really matter. That's when the games count, and that's when you want to see all the ones out there. Now, of course, that means they have to be healthy. The Colts made a move in this offseason, bringing, bringing in Carson Wentz. As we mentioned, Jalen Hurts plays tonight. He is now the guy taking over for Wentz in Philadelphia, at least for now. Wentz was supposed to be now the guy in Indianapolis, reunited with Frank Reich until a foot injury happened. And then it's amazing to think Quentin Nelson, his, his tackle, also uh, was injured with the same foot injury. And they were expected it was 5 to 12 weeks was – uh, the range, <laughs> which, when you think about it, you know, 
you could you could miss the first month of the regular season, possibly with the five to twelve. But then yesterday came some late in the, in the show, so we didn't really get a lot of time to talk about it. Late in the show, this this um, news came in that it might not be as bad as you think. In fact, Chris Mortensen reporting, and he was on Max Kellerman, a little more positive vibes now about both players in their return, possibly by week one. Lo and behold, who was out in the field for the first time, standing there with no boot, no foot device, walking around, you could barely notice a limp, uh, was Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. And so this is the second week of his rest since his surgery. Next week starts rehab. And uh, if that goes as expected, I can tell you they're expecting good things, and the same is true of Quentin Nelson. They're all pro guard. And week one is very much in the picture. I said, obviously, I called Nelson a tackle. He's a guard. Um, are you? Do you think he could be? Now we were just talking about you and your injury, rookie season with the Jets, where you had a torn meniscus and you missed one game. Do you think that this could happen? Where week one we could see him, both players back. Under yeah, I mean it just it just depends on how they heal, the healing process, their pain tolerance, all of those sort of things. Um, of course you could. When when I heard five to twelve in the first place, I'm like, that's a huge. Yes. Gap. Yeah. It's usually six to eight, you know, yeah. eight to 12. And now it's actually because it was, uh, it's almost nine days ago since the surgery. So we're, we're really down to four to 11. Yeah. So he, absolutely. He could, for sure, you'll see, you can see both of them. In fact, I believe you will see both of them. I just feel that way. If he's walking around right now without a boot on and he's moving around and not gingerly, he'll probably wind up practicing in a couple of weeks and, you know, be the start of week one. They play this. They play Seattle. It's a one o'clock game, September twelfth. I mean, that's you know that that's their opener, and there were great expectations for the Colts this year. So to have him there for because week one they is wouldn't a big have deal. him. They doctors wouldn't have him walking around without a boot. Without a boot, right? If he wasn't making major strides, mm-hmm. they just wouldn't. All right, that report by Mort is straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Can we go back on something uh, though? Off of, again, I mentioned Wentz, and Wentz obviously not in Philly anymore. Jalen Hurts is. And Jalen Hurts plays tonight for the Eagles in a preseason game against the Steelers. I, I failed to ask you this in, this in the opening segment. I want to ask you fault. here. Yes, it was my fault. But is he the guy for the Eagles, do you think, or are we still wait and see on him? Because last year it felt like he was the guy. Like, Doug Peterson it took forever for Doug Peterson to go to him and say, okay, fine, I'm taking Carson out, and this is our guy. But the players – Because the plan was never for – uh, Jalen Hurts to be the guy. It was always supposed to be Carson Wentz. And then, right, so, but they still drafted him, though. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they drafted him. They didn't draft him to replace Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, just the situation got so bad, it was time for everybody to move on. Well, and the, Jalen but Hurts, the play, as you always say, the players will tell you. Got in that situation. The, the players were the ones really pushing Doug Peterson to make that change. Well, uh, that, but that was. Was it because he wasn't was more Carson about, Wentz? The that opposite? was more about everything with Carson Wentz. His attitude. Not great in the huddle. So just it sounded everything, like. his play, his attitude in the locker room. It was all of those sort of things. And Jalen Hurts was bringing positivity to the huddle. Positivity to the huddle is the reason. I mean, he's got to bring more than that. No, no. Like last na- year. Okay. So, so he was chosen last year just because he was not Carson Wentz, right? Well, he was not good. because I mean, he was a good Jalen Hurts. They, they were so bad that they needed to figure out how to get the team going. And when you are a bad football team and quarterback play is bad, you have to turn to the next guy at some point. Yeah. And they made the decision that Jalen Hurts, let's turn to Jalen Hurts 
and see if he can give us some sort of boost. How much do you believe in him? I believe he'll be fine. I love him as a college young. player, toughness, leadership, all those I things. I think he'll be Good fine. Allen, Allen, he'll be talent. fine. I think he'll be okay. He's an NFL quarterback. He's an mind. NFL quarterback. Yes, he is. He okay. is not a guy that doesn't belong in the – I can show you some dudes that don't belong in the NFL as far as a quarterback goes. <laughs> I can show you a whole bunch of them, and I can tell you guys that have played in the NFL that didn't belong at the quarterback spot. And how in the hell did they last so long? So, if you're looking at him and you're saying he went one and three in Philadelphia last year – Yes. With a broken down offensive it was, line. It was, like it they was were not a good, good situation yeah. to put him in. And, and he tried his best to rally it and do well. He hits the reset button this year. He doesn't have to worry about certain things. He starts off on a positive note. Uh, is he their long-term solution? I don't know. They don't know. Well, already hanging They've over them see. is the potential of trading for eventually Deshaun Watson. They're one of the teams that it sounds like is in that you know holding pattern to consider a trade for well, Deshaun I, Watson. If Deshaun Watson is available, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you if, if Deshaun well, course, Watson's available? But that's not the question I It's about him. I understand that, but I have to make a decision, though, Alan. I can't be convinced. If he, right now, he's, he's our guy until he shows us something different. But if Deshaun Watson becomes available, I'll be a damn fool <laughs> not to look and see if there's an opportunity there. Right. I, I got to do that. Right. So, so he's Mr. Right now. Yes. He's Mr. Right now. Last year, he was – you were hoping he was – he was – the, the change from last year to me, because when they drafted him, it's like, oh, why would, why would they draft this guy? You have Carson, you just paid him. And how quickly it became, oh, no, no, you got to put this guy in. Players were saying it. They because finally Carson do it. Carson was so bad. And I don't know if he's – did they do it because he wasn't Carson? And that's all – the only reason why he got they that didn't job? Dra- they didn't draft him saying Carson Wentz is going to have a bad year and our team's going to suck. So we, we're going to replace. They didn't do that. They drafted him as a backup quarterback that they could have on their roster that was a value for them. Carson Wentz started to play bad and couldn't get out of his own way. Mm-hmm. And the first thing everybody says, is, let's try something different. Right. And then Carson Wentz, his attitude, all the different stuff. And so the hell with it. He's our guy now. Yeah, our yeah. guy now. That's the key phrase. So we'll see how it looks tonight. A lot of hate towards the Steelers so far. Uh, this morning, poor Mason Rudolph. But we have found a former Raven who is willing to defend the black and gold. A Raven defending the Steelers? That dude must really take. be delusional. You got to hear this take, and we'll give it to you next. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. couple shots taken in that Sports Center update, huh? All right, here we go. Come on, Evan. First of all, yeah, it's called a typo. Whoops, I should have had North Carolina A&T. Okay. It is North Carolina A&T. Okay. Well, you're, you're just telling on yourself right now. Well, I am. I'm taking... You're telling on yourself. I'm yeah. taking the blame for that. There was a little... Wanna, and I didn't even want to say why you dropped it, but never mind. There, there was a little bit of, oh, yeah, you know, that's not written here, nope. but uh, it should be. And then second, why hate on the Field of Dreams game? Yes, it's not right on the field, but it's do you not really, do you really want do you really want movie. it's just nearby it's next to it whatever do you really want Luis Robert to like be running around on or you Love know it. Eloy Jimenez yes. of the White Sox you want them running around I want on Aaron the field Judge that was made for a diving movie. into corn and literally disappearing as he catches a fly ball I would love and then he never comes back wouldn't that be amazing you want me to watch I'll watch that I don't want a wall where it looks like a stadium they just dropped it into a field. I mean, it's so what? That I looks am, too cre- like it's just manufactured. So, 
I am so pumped for this game tonight. You are not wall. raining on this parade. Oh, it might rain. How about that? Check the weather report. Could you imagine if it rains and they don't play? Wouldn't it be amazing if it's literally, that'd be incredible. If all of a sudden there's Aaron Judge's high fly ball to right field, Aaron Judge goes back, makes the catch, and, and where'd he go? He disappeared. Oh, he went to I the mean, beyond. you might get that call he anyway. He went to the beyond. And then out comes like, <laughs> out comes like Thurman Munson just walks out of the field. Wouldn't you be like, oh, my God. Like, that's what I'm going to tune in for. That's why I'll listen to ESPN Radio tonight for that game coverage. Because I want that to happen. Okay, you done? Well, he told me he had a problem with it. <laughs> you guys are like... My ear was hurt, man. I was like, geez. <laughs> what am was, I listening to right now? Your ear was hurting? Gosh. Oh, was your ear hurting like like, like last night at the bar? Hey, Keyshawn, I'm a big Jets fan. Loved your game. Loved when you played. Like, tell me about the Jets right now, though. What's their problem? Yeah, I had to turn my back on that dude. <laughs> too much hey, of, too hey much everybody, it's Keyshawn Johnson. Too much of that going you on, You love man. New York, and you know it. Speaking of New York and Jet players... Our good friend Bart Scott had a real interesting take about the Steelers. So the Eagles Steelers play tonight, preseason. Um, ben Roethlisberger will not play, right? He's not going to play in this game. But he is their starting quarterback this year again. And he comes back after leading the Steelers to an 11-0 start, and then they collapsed terribly, 1-4 down the stretch, and then lost at home of all places in the playoffs to the Browns. So – we feel like, or at least I feel like, this is it's trending down for Big Ben. In fact, the Steelers ready to move on from him until he restructured his contract and they brought him back. But were they back. really ready to move yes, on? Yes, yes. They because literally they, said it. But they didn't move on. Right, because they were able to restructure the deal. But it wasn't really a restructure like that, though. He, he took... He took less... A penny less, man. I don't know if it's a penny. No, it wasn't. He didn't go from... It was not a He penny didn't go less. from $30 million to $2 million. He took a – they shaved a small piece off. So when I hear this – They made him say, I'll take less. Okay, good. Then we'll yeah, take but you I, But I, I hate when people say they were ready to move on because they didn't move on. If they was ready to move on, they would have moved on. Teams, when teams move on, they move on. They don't go, we're going to move on and they re-sign well, you. When teams move on from a quarterback and they have another option – then they move on. They so had when they options. Move on from there a were quarterback, quarterbacks. And there's no option there other were than Dwayne quarterbacks. There were quarterbacks out on, there in free agency. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, they didn't. They, they could have. They could have paid for guys in free agency. They could have traded for guys. They could have mm-hmm. done all sorts of things mm-hmm. to upgrade the quarterback position if they wanted to move on from being. Clearly, Mike Tomlin and the rest of them felt that he had enough gas left in the tank. We'll see if they can move stuff around, get a running game. Like all quarterbacks in the National Football League, when they have a running game, they're good. They are good when they have a running game. Ben Roethlisberger, for the most part in his career, has always had a running game. And he's always been good. Last year, no running game. No good. This year, they'll probably have a running game with Najee Harris, which means I think that Ben Roethlisberger will be much better than he was last year. You are not the only former Jet to agree with this. But the fact that this former Jet's also a former Raven and he's defending the Steelers, this is why you have to hear this take from Bart Scott about Big Ben and why he wasn't himself last year. 
Yeah, when you come off of elbow surgery, you shouldn't look like yourself, right? Nobody ever seen a quarterback get Tommy John surgery, but we know what happens in baseball. How many months is it for baseball? And they put him on a pitch count, right? They usually put pitchers when they come back from Tommy John on a pitch count, right? An innings restriction. So listen, he's saying, Ben, I'm going to make you throw it, but I ain't going to make you throw it far. And when Ben would have to push it down the field, he didn't have the muscle memory, he had the issue, he didn't have the strength and the endurance to continue to throw the ball and push it through the wind, cut through the wind. Understand what division and what region they play in. They play in Pittsburgh, now, and they go to the mistake by the lake once a year. And through all of this. Why am I defending the Steelers? <laughs> so, with that in mind, then, as he's talking about Big Ben having to push it down the field, the fact that he was on, maybe he should have been on a pitch count, all that stuff, he did lead them to an 11-0 start. It was the most Fugazi 11-0 start that I could think of, though, because not once at 11-0 did you go, I think the Steelers can win a Super Bowl. You never thought that about them at 11-0. But then they finish 1-4, and and they lose at home in the playoffs. So, Key, is this team this year, as you said, with maybe a better running game, with Ben a little more healthy, with their defense better, and obviously they're the Steelers. They're Mike Tomlin Steelers. They seem to always at least be competitive. Is this team this year – Closer to that 11-0 team we saw or more like the 1-4 collapse we saw? Closer to the 11-0. They're, they're much, it, it, just because they faded toward the end doesn't mean that's how they're going to start. They're, they're a much better football team. They got everybody coming back from the receiver standpoint. They're gonna, they address the offensive line. Ben's there. The running game is there. Najee's a really good back, mm-hmm. carrying the ball and catching the ball in the backfield. Can he be more like Le'Veon Bell was? Maybe he'd be like that? Le'Veon Bell is a different type of back. Or a different type. Uh, he does receive, but that's, uh, you mean it just in terms of multi-faceted? Threat? Yes. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Because that's really when they thrived when they but, had him, and then they had obviously receivers. But one of the things that they've got to do is they've got to make sure that the defensive side of the ball is stout. Yes, because that's that's really what Pittsburgh is all about. And their defense struggled at times last year, especially on the back end. Amika Fitzpatrick, obviously an All Pro there, he gets to kind of. Stick, stay there, and be full-time now and not have to worry about Miami and all the other transitions he had to make. Then what do you do at the cornerback position? Um, I think that for them is a major issue is to, to make sure that the secondary is, is solid and sound. T.J. Watt, get him under contract because right now he's not practicing uh, because his contract. Contract, right. But they'll get it done, I'm sure, at some point in time. And I think Pittsburgh will be fine. I don't – look, just because Cleveland – Won last year and did all that. I don't think that this is a runaway for Cleveland within the division or Baltimore for that matter. Pittsburgh is going to be right there. They got one of the top four coaches in the league, man. Okay, so they're not Period. a team. So as we look at all the teams, you know, from last year to this year, they wouldn't be a team that you would say could go from, you know, whatever first, first to first worst. To worst. Like no. the, in that division, though, that's a really good division. But you act like that that team isn't basically the same team with added pieces now. I'm not acting like that. I asked the no, question. Because well, the Bengals are still in that division, and to me the Bengals would be the worst out of that, out of that division. Yeah, but, but even so, Pittsburgh knows how to play within that division. Right. They have Baltimore's number, okay? Mm-hmm. They have Baltimore's <laughs> number. <laughs> Cleveland beat them, but it's like, I mean, come on. That, I don't, let's see it. Let's see if Cleveland you did, didn't just beat them. They beat let, them at Pittsburgh, me, which never let happened. Let me see you do it again, though. Okay. Okay, you got – let me see you do it again. Yeah. And when you do it again and again and again, 
then I'll say, of course you okay. Will. Yeah. But just because you clipped me at the end of last season. In the playoffs. Doesn't matter, though. Our, our team was bad. By the way, word out of Cleveland is that defense looks, is looking really good. Yeah, I'm for sure. That defense looks like it could be really special. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Goodyear Movement. Always driving us forward, whether it's on the track, the court, or on the field. Every move we make, every road we choose to go down, every single mile marker we pass leads us to find out just how far we can go. Goodyear, more driven. All right, real or not real, we're going to play. Since we mentioned that, that, that obviously the AFC North and what could happen there, Steelers were first, Bengals were worse. We think the Bengals will stay there, and the Steelers won't be a team that falls to, to worse. But how about some other divisions uh, that of teams from last year, first to worst or worst to first? Evan, what do you think? Yeah, so let's start in the AFC East. Can the Bills, are they a team that might be vulnerable of going from first to worst? No, not at all. They, they'll... they'll They'll, they'll be challenged by the New England Patriots for the division, but they won't go to worse. They'll either finish first or second. Yeah, they would take catastrophic injuries. Yeah, right? not going to happen. They spent a lot of money on Josh Allen at the quarterback spot. Yeah. He's secure now. We know what they are. Brandon Bean's done a tremendous job. We continue to keep saying it as a general manager. And look, it, it, I'm not worried about the Bills. Either they're going to be in the playoffs mm-hmm. as the number one seed, or they're going to be in the wild playoffs card. as a wild card, yeah. or they're going to win the division, or they're going to finish second and make it into the playoffs. But the Bills are here to stay. Yeah, and by the way, backup quarterback Mitchell Trubisky, remember, he's there and coming up a little bit later on in the show, something he said, if you're in Chicago, you'll want to hear it. So we don't think the Jets can go from worst to first, right? We can move on from that? Great, we're moving on. <laughs> the Titans the Titans won the AFC South. Are they a team vulnerable of going from first to worst this year? No, I don't think the Titans, again, they're going to fight this thing out with the Indianapolis Colts. The two teams that are there sitting there are the Colts and the Titans. The Jaguars, along with the Houston Texans, they're going to fa- they're going to battle each other for the worst team within that division. No question about it. I think when you look at Trevor Lawrence, he may not start. He may go to Garner Minshew. So that'll certainly give them the upper hand because I think Tyrod Taylor is a better fit in Houston. So they're going to fight for that last spot. And then the other two teams, Indy along with Tennessee, will fight for the top I Think spot. about it, too. Like, those two teams, so we've already decided the Jaguars won't be the worst for first team, right, Evan? So, but think about it. You have the, the Texans and the Jaguars in that division. Those two teams are going to beat, like, that's like when the Patriots should just beat up on the, the Dolphins and the Jets every year because they just weren't any good and they would just get those extra wins. That's what this division is going to be like between those two teams at the top. It's funny, Bill Barnwell, who wrote this article, makes the argument for how the Jaguars can go from worst to first. Do you want to check that out? ESPN.com. Yes, you should. All right, let's go to I the need to read that AFC West. James, close yours. Can the, are the Chiefs <laughs> vulnerable of going from first to worst? They, they are vulnerable, but it's not going to happen. So when you think about it, Kansas City is the team out west. There's no question about it. The Chargers are right there. If they could turn the corner, they just had some unlucky breaks a couple years in a row where they look like they're going to take the next step and then they don't. Denver doesn't have quarterback. They don't have they have quarterback issues they haven't solved yet. And then when you look at the Oakland Raiders, Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, mm-hmm. when you look at that, this team is an eight and you know, they were 8-8 eight and eight last year, 8-8 eight and eight the year before. They always start off hot. So we don't really know what they are. They, yeah, they may be able to clip Kansas City for one game. It won't be enough to send Kansas City into the worst spot, though. Completely agree on, on that. Like, look, that team is so stacked. They're so good. To, to, for them, just like the Bills, for them to finish worst in their division? I mean, it's got a lot. Bad, catastrophic. Yeah, it's got to be a bad deal. Catastrophic. And you don't ever want to see a bad deal. No, happen. not rooting for that. And, uh, 
I think the Broncos' chances of going from worst to first went out the window when the uh, they didn't get Aaron Rodgers. They didn't get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, right? exactly. We all agree on that. Yeah. They, all uh, we keep hearing I, about I is how good Drew Locke looks, I though. I don't agree on that, but okay. How about Teddy Bridgewater reason, going back reason, to Minnesota? The reason I don't agree on it is because don't they somehow that they can't go to first. Oh, what this year? Uh, you didn't let me finish, okay? You don't have to finish. <laughs> I was going to say the reason I don't agree is because what if they get Jimmy G? I know I keep floating that out there, but what if they get Jimmy G? Oh, okay, the caveat. Yeah, what if, they get Jim, what if they get Jimmy all right. G? All right, I'll give you that. Yeah, that's all. All right, fair. Teddy B going back to Minnesota? Yeah, it's a little where, where the injury happened. Like, that's really quite a story. Man. See, I, I don't, quite I don't know. I never – I don't know. I just never really. I guess I've never had an injury that I felt like. Well, an injury like that—that's one know? that's uh, it just stays with you forever. And for him, look, it's also it's also a, a, a champion moment for him to come back the way he did. Yeah, you know, good for him. I'm a it's huge fan so, of Teddy Bridgewater. He's been so long. He's been removed from it for so long. That's yeah, why I, that's why I was like, he's been to two teams since then. No, I mean just going back. There no, actually, to play. hell, he's been on four teams since just then. Just going, going back to the play is what I'm saying. Let me like see. The, the Jets. returning there. Jets, Saints, Jets. Carolina, Denver. Mm. He's been on four teams since that injury. Sorry, Evan, we got off track. Continue, no, please. Great conversation about real. Teddy Bridgewater. Well, I love Teddy B. <laughs> Washington <laughs> football team. Did we finally find a team first to worst? Washington football team. What do you guys Ooh. think? No. Defense is too good, though. Right? No, they won't finish. They won't finish in last because Philly will finish in last. Sorry, Pat. Yeah, Pat. Tough season coming up. I think it's I think it's Cowboys. I think it's Cowboys, Giants, Washington is the way that I look at it. Cowboys, Giants, Washington, Philadelphia. Washington defense is so good. I can't see them being dead last in that division. Yeah, I do like I do like their defense. Mm-hmm. Just don't know about that offense. We man. haven't had a repeat winner in that division in forever. Yeah. Oh. But, but <laughs> I thought are we are we. Are we going on to yeah. worst to first? Well, So we're agreeing the Eagles can't? Yeah. Okay, good. You just said they're the worst team in the division. Yes. So, so the key. All right, on to. All right, let's, can we move to the next one? Thanks. <laughs> Pat, Pat, Pat is hoping for the uh, silver linings playbook, and it's not going to happen. All right. Eagles. I'm going to change the question because you guys aren't, aren't taking the bait on any of these. What would have to happen for the Packers to go from first to worst? Jordan Love. Detroit, the summer of no. love becomes the autumn of love. Detroit would all of a sudden have to find Barry Sanders. Because <laughs> yeah. they're going to finish in Megatron last. Megatron says I'm coming out of yeah. retirement. They're, they're, they're going to have to get Barry Sanders, Megatron. Uh, Matthew Stafford. The, the, uh, Matthew Stafford. They, they, they nix the trade and send Stafford back. I'm trying to think of all the great players that I could think of. You did. <laughs> Right? It's for running out of names. I mean, uh, those three on offense, I know there's some that we're missing, but naturally, I can't go back in 1922. <laughs> Dan Orlovsky ahead 45 oh God, minutes from stop. now. stop. <laughs> right, we can ask Dan. We can ask Dan what it'll take. <laughs> Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> so we know that's not going right. to happen. Saints. Saints. They're vulnerable. No more Drew Brees. First to worst? Is that crazy? No. It, I, I, I don't think they would be worse, and I think they can challenge Tampa Bay in the division. Uh, I think that when you look at it, those two teams are at the top, the Saints along with the Buccaneers and the Buccaneers and the Saints. And then there's Atlanta, Carolina will finish it up 3-4. I know Drew Brees isn't there, but I think Jameis Winston is more than capable. Uh, They feel good about where he's at. 
he's more than capable of leading the charge. The thing that they've got to do is they've got to get healthy on the perimeter at the receiver position. They've got to get Michael Thomas back in the fold. They do. Uh, when that comes back, they get that firepower going. They sure up the secondary, uh, the corners right now. They got to get some cornerbacks on the defensive side of the ball. It's so interesting because they struggled for years at their secondary. The moment that they got it right now, all of a sudden, things aren't looking so bright for them in the secondary. So, Sean. Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis can figure out that, then I think that they certainly can Mm -hmm. challenge the Buccaneers for the division. And the Falcons aren't ready to go to first, so let's move on. And let's go to the the division where this really could happen. Like, like the team who won the division and the team who finished last, they could flip spots, and that's just because this division's really good. The AFC West. NFC West, right. The NFC West, sorry. The Seahawks, could they go from first to worst? And the 49ers, could they make that jump if they're healthy going from worst to first? The San Francisco 49ers certainly can. I would be shocked to see if Seattle all of a sudden goes from one to four. And I I just don't – it could happen. This division is stacked on paper. There's no question about it. And what we've seen from them in the past, I just don't think that Arizona is ready to surpass any of those three healthy teams. I just don't – I just don't see it. Keyword healthy, and this division is that good that the last place team could still have a good record, like a reasonably. Could there be four teams? Could there be four teams out how? there to make it? That's what I'm asking. How many? Well, uh, I don't know how. How could that? Two, could that ever happen? No, because just right. There's three wild card teams. Like we added, we added one. So, so technically, I guess technically you could, but that that would. I'm trying to uh, again with the 17th week and the extra wild card. It's too much math this early in the morning to figure out if because you're playing teams, your division, all what you'd have to do. But they're so that many, good. So like Seattle being games, last, but could still have a good record. How many games could you technically like? Like one could Re- be. Remember, there's head to heads that you have to go with, so you'd have to. Everybody has to be one and one against each other. Just to just to keep it even, and then after that, it's how you do but against each everyone team, else. Each team in the division could be well over five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Because again, if everybody goes one and one against each other, you have the you have, you know, you have fifteen games left to decide the rest of your schedule, the rest of your record. So, so that, technically, everybody could go fourteen and three. I guess. Yeah, that's what I, that, I guess. I'm I'm just I'm, I'm just trying to do I mean, the math. In my yes, head. every team in that division could go fourteen and three mathematically. Yeah, it's my understanding that there would be no math. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping for that. But let's just a little bit uh, – well, we don't have a lot of time on this. Because that will be wild, though, if, if they all just had, like, hella just, like, badass records, right? Like, good records meaning badass. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's what you're looking at. Like, just like the just like the NFC East was just so – everybody was awful. Yeah. In the NFC East, it was all losing records, yet somebody had to get in. Somebody had to – as division winner, you could have multiple wild card winners in the same division – but it's so it's it's got to be unlikely for again mathematic reasons. You're playing the yeah, same you got to be mathematic reasons, yeah. You know that kind of thing. So I don't know how that would certainly work out, but that's that's the best division in the sport, right? That's the best division. That's the most competitive division in the sport. Has to be because every team you could see having a winning record, you could make a case for even Arizona to be that good of a team. Now the the Niners are that last to first kind of team because they had all those injuries last year. They're still very competitive. And they get everybody back. That division, and, and correct me because I'm just doing this off the top of my head, that division, the last, has had at least one team in the last five Super Bowls, right? Because Seattle went. Niners, yeah. Niners yeah, Rams. and Rams. Yeah. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. If, I, if I'm doing it right, in the top of my head, yes, that's pretty wild. Yeah. No, no. It's a very competitive division. It's one to certainly watch. And the Niners are that team that might have been last in last place at 6-10, and 10, but they're talented enough when they're healthy to be a first-place team, to certainly be a playoff team. And that's what, that's what makes this interesting. And with Jimmy G leading them, which he's done already, he's led them to a Super Bowl. Who knows what comes next, especially with Trey Lance in the fold. Jimmy G. How about the Bears? Should they be concerned about history repeating itself? You got to hear this next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio.